believe it or not, it's happy hour again at the banter bar. I'm not joined by anyone this week. It was my birthday week. Happy birthday! I will have company soon enough to record more episodes. Nothing is wrong. just want to make that clear. Uh, short of this is there's too much beer in my fridge, and I want to make room for some good shit. Not this shit. Aww. We'll see how it goes. First things first, <laughs> I know I'm not going to love this, so I'm going to go ahead and crack something just to have on the side, just in case. Hollander's Munchner Lager, original Munich Lager. Very good beer. Let's try these shitty fucking seltzers, answer some questions, see how it goes. By the way, uh, I sat down to start doing this. I got real freaked out because these are all forward facing, but I never realized that the tops could just be in any direction. Apparently that's the case. I'm guessing I never realized because most tops aren't colored like this. Fuck, I don't know. I'm in some kind of mood. It's been a day. Let's drink. Yes! Pineapple. These are all Bud Light, by the way, if you couldn't tell. Also, I'm alone tonight at the table, anyway. <laughs> and uh, therefore, I'm drinking out of one of my normal glasses. This is what I drink from at home when I'm drinking. Question is, it's baffling to you that some people don't like what? Because I'm alone, I'm going to try to do this a little more rapid fire. Don't want to take up too much of everyone's day. Just listen to me ramble. So, it's baffling to you that some people don't like what? Let me go ahead and try the seltzer. It's not a beer. Ugh. It just reeks of artificial pineapple. And I can tell it's bubbly like soda water, but it's clearing out. There's some weird funky chalk thing that happens in seltzers, and that's that's what I don't like. Which is weird, because I tend to like chalky medicines and I don't know. Anyway, pineapple. Um, almost no sugar there. Do get the pineapple for a second. And then it's soda water. Uh, what's the alcohol like on these? So, super healthy for you as far as, you know, this kind of shit goes. 5%. 5% in one of these. And they're 12 ounce, so... Easy to drink, but do you really want to? I think I'd rather taste a bitter beer than this. I'm going to give it a four. Perfect description of this. Perfect. The beer is not perfect. The seltzer is not perfect. Far from it. But the descriptor is perfect. Anyway, I said rapid fire and completely fucked that. Baffling to me that some people don't like what? Sushi is the first thing that comes to mind. And I think primarily what it is, is people are freaked out by the notion of raw fish. And they don't want to try new things. Could be a lot of things. I don't know what it is. But uh, most sushi is cooked. You're thinking of sashimi which is the raw stuff for the most part. Otherwise, it's 
rice, some seaweed on the outside, which tastes fucking great. Cream cheese and avocado. Usually it's just some cooked fish or shrimp or crab or something that's inside. It's fucking delicious. So go try some. Anyway, mango. It's a squirter. It feels wrong to pour less than that. I still don't want to drink all that. It, it might be good. Let me back off. Question is, what's something most people ingest that you think of as poison? Okay. So this one smells a lot better. Smells more real. Is a little more sweet at the front, but the lacking sweetness and the soda water stuff again really takes away from the mango. Not as much as it does the pineapple, but it is odd. If you've never had something that's mango flavored, definitely don't try this first. If you smell it, that's what mango should be. The taste is a little off. What it reminds me of some things that I've homebrewed with some really high yield yeast that just eat through all the fucking sugar and whatever it is. So you're used to this really nice fruity sweet thing and all you're getting is like the funky notes of the fruit. Better than the pineapple, that's for damn sure. I wouldn't call it good so let's give it a five. Something most people ingest that I think of poison is caffeine and that's uh it, i am a little biased there you know epileptic one of my triggers is caffeine so i've not had caffeine in any real high quantity in over a decade but uh there, there's more to it than that uh, it's a stimulant and before i even started realizing that caffeine was causing me to seize because I drank a lot of caffeine all the time. Wake up, I'm an asshole until I've had my caffeine. Uh, living embodiment of those memes and I think some people are being hyperbolic about it when they share those things. Not in my case. Uh, my wife actually, what am I trying to say? She <laughs> saw that as a, a big negative. So I don't know how much it made her question being with me, but I'm sure it did not help. That's for damn sure. Nobody wants to be around an asshole when they wake up. But uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, you your body does crave it because it's a stimulant. Uh, it's it's like a mild form of speed if you have enough of it. I realize it's not supremely harmful, but it is habit forming. When I had to get off of the caffeine, I had headaches for two or three months and then eventually it just stopped and I still miss the feeling of just balls to the wall through the roof. If I seem low energy a lot of the time, that's what it is. Uh, you're not used to seeing human beings without a bunch of caffeine pumped into them. This is what we're like. Sorry and shit. Let's move on to the lemon lime. A feeling I'm gonna sound like a broken record. Question is, 
if I can stop burping. What's the best job experience of your life? Okay. So I anticipated this smelling like Sprite or 7-Up. Sprite's better, by the way. It doesn't smell like those lemon-lime sodas, though. The fruit smells off. Again, I think it's the way that it's carbonated. Uh, soda water just packs a punch. And these are really low in calorie because the they've opted for alcohol content instead of sugar. So there's just residual sweetness. That's what you're getting from these. That was unexpected. Uh, nothing like the rest of these. Hmm. It's almost like you had a little bit of fake sweetener and some water, just a super small amount. Water and like lemon or lime juice, just a little bit of it. Super watered down. Smells worse than it tastes. I'm just not going to come back to it though. It's another four. Hmm. Best job experience of my life. It's kind of hard question to answer. I almost always say the bowling alley because I had a great time working there. No matter what I was doing, I was always having fun. But I've enjoyed a lot of jobs that I've had. Um, yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed working at SPH despite all of my bitching. Uh, you know, if you are, what? the 11% minority at a company, which I was, and I'm hetero, of course, I'm going to like working there. Plus there was so much less drama because it was a bigger company and there was more accountability. I've also enjoyed working for smaller companies where you play a larger role. And once you start figuring out what it is you're doing, you can move forward and an appropriate fashion, you know. None of this red tape, let's bring someone in out of nowhere and just give them a title that someone else was waiting on. <clears throat> Which is uh, something I was thinking about this week, by the way. People always talking about do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's some bullshit. Because uh, I work all the time, and I feel like I'm working. I do a lot of things that I love. I still I have the office job now, and it's something I don't mind doing. And I'm finding a lot of peace of mind in that, because you, you get to a point where you... <laughs> if you are your own boss and doing what you love for a living, even if it's just you're doing what you love for a living... You're taking that thing you love and you're trying to make money off of it. And that can really diminish your emotional returns with regard to that and make you hate the thing or make you hate yourself, your dreams, all of it. And that's not, that's not ideal. So short of it is fuck doing what you love for a living. Do what you don't mind doing for a living. Find that nice middle ground 
and keep your hobbies on the side. I'm not looking for this to make me a bunch of money. I just like doing it. So take my cleanser. Step off of my soapbox. Beer is so much better than seltzer, by the way. Do not understand you seltzer drinkers. Save the life of me. For the life of me. Save the life of me? I don't fucking know. Let's crack open the grapefruit. This one's a squirt or two. Just all over my hand. Question is, what's your favorite adult cartoon? I have a love-hate relationship with grapefruit. I know some of the co-hosts that have been on with me make me look like I like it. I don't always like it. There's something to be said about the fresh fruit and, you know, spooning it, spooning it out. But I, I like sugar with it, you know. I'm one of those weirdos that likes to alter fruits in ways. Like, I will salt cantaloupe. People think that's fucking weird. But it's delicious. Okay, so this was really off-putting at first. The scent was. Doesn't smell like genuine grapefruit, though. It smells like Fruity Pebbles take on grapefruit. I think that's a big problem with seltzers in general. They can smell really sweet, really, uh, like they're going to be super flavorful and they're just not. I could have sworn I tried one of these at some point and thought it was okay. Maybe it's the black cherry. I guess they're all okay. I'm not, I'm not wanting to like pour everything out or whatnot. I'm giving any zeros or ones. This one's really not bad. Uh, it's probably the nature of the fruit. It does feel like there's enough residual sweetness there to the more I'm drinking of it, the better it's tasting, which is crazy because I poured less of this than I have the rest of them. Uh, I'm going to go with a five again, though. Still wouldn't call it good. My favorite adult cartoon, South Park. Uh, super cliche, but... It's what it is. I think the creators of that show and all the writers that they have are just brilliant. I love what they've done. I love that they've been able to stay relevant and just do whatever the fuck they want to do. And personally, I also like the viewpoints that are presented, which is a lot of, we get so bogged down in uh, social identities from, you know, religion and politics and the music we like and the drinks that we like, that we forget to just be people, you know, interacting and being nice to each other. We just, uh, I feel like one of the kids in South Park a lot of the times watching the adults just go at each other's throats constantly, which I've done that. Uh, it's not a way to live though. And that's why, uh, not really my style. If you're just in a shouting match with a bunch of people, the fuck is the point? No one's winning that. You get to go to sleep at night and think, yeah, I was, I was really loud today. Oh, you're fucking stupid. And as Carl from Aqua Teen would say, none of this matters. <laughs> Next up is Cranberry. Question is, do you think relationships are stronger the more a couple has in common? Not a squirter. Off to a good start. Yeah, it's wild. This is, like, if I was at a bar, and you're sitting next to someone and they crack a drink, and you're like, you can smell it. You're like, oh, 
what is that? Just don't taste it, and you'll think it's one of the greatest drinks that ever was. This one smells like white chocolate cranberry. It's more interesting than any of the rest of them at the table. I'll give it that. And it's really strange because I don't think of cranberry as being sweet or satisfying. Makes me want to use it to bake things or something. Uh, instead of just trying to drink the juice. All right, and the taste does kind of match up. It's not bad. And all of you out there looking at the table and thinking, yeah, the further he gets down the line, the more inclined he is to like something just because he's drinking. No, this is, this is on point. I'm not in love with it, but I can't really tell it's a seltzer. It's right on the cusp. I'm going to give it a six. Do you think relationships are stronger the more a couple has in common? I used to. I really did. I thought I, for a long time, um, which I publish a lot of questionnaire journals and stuff. That's how I made a name for myself and got my first book deal and all of that. I, I really loved the idea of creating a, like a social website that saw you take tons of quizzes and answer questions about yourself and you could have your own books printed in the end. But another thing you could do with all of your data was compare it to other people anywhere on the planet and just see who you had the most in common with in the world. I always thought that would be cool because it would help you create, you know, your own little family. You'd get to meet people who were very like-minded and you wouldn't feel so alone in the world for those of us who have a tendency to feel alone in the world. The problem is the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that when you do things like that, you tend to end up in an echo chamber of sorts. And I feel like couples who are just have everything in common, they end up in that position. Nothing is surprising after a while. There's no excitement. And people have a tendency to change. So, and sometimes that can be the driving force for change. And couples who might have all sorts of things in common may not be prepared for not having things in common. Uh, that struggle may hit them harder than other couples. But as a general rule, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to have a lot of things in common with the person you're with. Just don't expect it. Or even, it's bad to want it to be an overwhelming percentage of the things you have in common with somebody else. It really is. So, it's good to struggle. It's good to fight a little bit and bicker every now and then. And just disagree in general. Keeps you humble. Final is black cherry. I can smell it from here, by the way. Question is... What makes you feel poor? This one just smells really good. No way around it. It's like Skittles. Quite nice. That's probably bad because it's building my hopes.
There is, I should probably taste it again, uh, but there is a hint of mayonnaise to this. Not what I was expecting. No, dude, it's still there. It's still there. It goes away after a second, but the mouthfeel, uh, oh, that's so strange. Oh man. Hang on. Oh my god, that's weird. So, I like mayonnaise. So, <laughs> I, d I definitely don't want to taste it in something I'm drinking. It doesn't kill the experience. Uh, it still smells great. The aftertaste isn't as black cherry as I would love. It's more just tart cherry, but it's okay. I'd give it a five. Uh, I'm not going to forget it because I'll always know it's the one that tasted like mayonnaise mixed with black cherries. What makes me feel poor is having on worn down shoes. Could have gone with a million things because I've been poor. I've been quite poor. My early life was all about it. But uh, I remember in school, I was so excited. I got some hand-me-down filas at one point, And within days of me getting these things, like the, the front part started separating, like the rubber from the material, uh, cotton or whatever <laughs> it is. And so it would like flap as I walked and people used to joke about my shoes talking to the floor and I've always been cognizant of it ever since. I do, you wouldn't know this based on certain work experiences, but I do like to dress nice and be made up and all of that sort of thing. But man, sometimes you put on a fresh pair of clothes you know, you're, you're wearing cologne, your hair is right, you're, uh, you might have your watch on, any of that shit, and you're out and about, and suddenly you realize your shoes are a little dirtier than you wanted, or they're older looking than you thought they were, and I just feel poor as shit every time. And the problem is, those tend to be the most comfortable shoes, so I'm most likely to wear them <laughs> versus the ones that look good but don't feel good. Uh, don't even want water after the seltzers. So there you go. Probably a first in the history of the show. And I'm a little sad that no one else was here to share the experience with me. But you're all out there on the internet. So let's keep the conversation going in the comments and I and whoever else decides to be with me. We'll see you next time for another round at the Bander Bar. I'll just leave you a little sip.
think I could drink quite a bit of this. I just want to see how it feels in the mouth. I guess we'll see you next time. On the bench, bar.